What's up, everybody, man? Welcome to the Tough Love Connection Podcast. This your boy, Serious Flow. And this is your girl, Ro. On today's episode titled, The Playbook. I like that. I like that too, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Playbook got X's and, old, X's and O's on it. You know, hugs and kisses. You know, something a little clever like that. But on this episode, man, we want to dive into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Getting advice. Right. Counseling. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And um, I see, you know, you got your Google. She she got a Google here about it. She 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 read this this information that she have, and I think it's gonna be dope. And I think uh, is very important on the topic this at hand. So, right. How did you feel about marriage going to counseling? Uh, getting the right advice. What happened when they don't get the right advice? Mm-hmm. Um, having people around and they want to do do see them do good. And having people around that don't want to see them go, what the effects, how can they solve the problems within the relationship, uh, accepting the criticism from the spouse. Right. It's basically what we talk about in this episode. Okay. And, you know, dive in and uh, let's, let's start off with counseling first. All right. So as far as counseling, I really believe that, um, you know, it's important for the relationship, for the marriage. Um, counseling is said to help. And so according to... Um, this website called Guide Doc on Google, it says that over 98% of those surveyed reported that they received a good or excellent couples therapy session um, or, you know, overall session. And so that over 90% of those surveyed said that they got the help they needed um, when going to therapy. After working with the marriage or the family therapist, 93% of the patients had more effective tools for dealing with their problems. Respondents also reported uh, improved physical health and the ability to function better at work or um, after attending therapy. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that that shows that when you go to um, marriage counseling or family therapies, like it, help, it can help improve the mood. It can help improve the the physical vitality, the mental vitality, the emotional vitality that just brings more life inside of the marriage. Right. Because just like a plant, as it grows, sometimes certain leaves on the plants die and they have to be cut off. And so when you go to the counselor or the family therapist, they will help you to snip, know what to snip off of the marriage and right. whatnot in order for that plant that was already planted to keep growing. So, you know, I think that marriage counseling can be very important. Um, You know, we have to have the right mindset going into marriage counseling. I think that a lot of times if we're going to go to, first of all, if we're going to go or consider marriage counseling, first of all, we need to pray about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who to go to, when to go to them, and why we going to them. Understand the why of why you going to counseling. Right. Um, And then... Next, I think that you should both, as husband and wife, agree on the counselor. Right. Because if you don't agree, then that's a that's another dividing factor in the marriage right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to agree on who's the therapist. And you have to even agree on going to therapy because sometimes people feel like they are dragged into therapy. Right. Or whatever, and they didn't want to be there. And then people wonder why the therapy session didn't work in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you have to have two people that agree when it comes to going to therapy. And thirdly, if you're going to choose somebody to go to um, counseling, you know, marriage counseling, um, 
you know, be your marriage counselor or whatever, then you got to make sure that that person is unbiased. First of all, that they care about marriage because it's so many people out there who may be licensed therapists do they really care just because right. they got that title that's a degree or whatever behind their name do they care about marriage right. do they have any experience in marriage right. you know what i'm saying are they happy you know what i'm saying just analyzing the people out there or whatever that you you know that you go to to get marriage counseling from right. and so a lot of times i also think that the man is the one that doesn't want to go i'm not gonna say a lot of times but typically it's sad that the man is the one that don't want to go you do got some men out there that does you know that do want to go to um marriage counseling you know what i'm saying but it's a beautiful thing when they are willing to go and so a lot of times the women is the one that recommends the counseling the man is like nah i don't think we need that like we good but the woman is like nah let's go to counseling because i see some things that need to be worked on and we have not gotten past that you think is good that is not good with me and we done try to talk about it we done try to pray about it we done try to um you know just do different uh uh techniques or bring about different techniques in the marriage or whatever to solve the issues but they're still there even though we haven't talked about it and we might have uh swept it under the rug it's still there so let's go to counseling to help this thing um get better help our marriage get better instead of us waiting until we get to the end of the road and then it's, it's like a dead end and we don't know which way to go we don't got nowhere to go you know what right. i'm saying and the marriage done went left and we was trying to go right right so i think counseling is important um why don't you why don't you think or why do you think that men don't want to go to counseling i think men don't want to go to counseling because they feel like the counselor's probably going to be biased uh, and I also feel like men feel like they can fix it themselves. We can fix it ourselves. We don't need nobody to tell us about our marriage. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's like that. Some men. Some men are like yeah, that. Right. Some. And you you do have some men that are advocates, advocates for going to, uh, marriage. to marriage counseling. So I think sometimes, you know, and you got pride, too, that men carry. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go. Mm-hmm. But just for all the men out there, you know, it's when you go... And, Hold up, why? Going to marriage counseling not, ser- not necessarily say you in a bad spot. Sometimes it's just a good refresher, just a reset, just the outlook on where you at in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. When we first started out, we went to marriage counseling. Right. You know, and it gave us an open eye on certain things that we thought that we was doing right, that we was th- didn't have no clue right. what was going on. And it gave us a chance to see your point of view, my point of view. And then ever since then, hey, we've been great. Right. You know, so. We've been perfect. But we've been great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I um I think that, you know, every man that's out there, just try it. Right. Just try. But like like you said, you know, make sure that you both agree on who the counsel counselor is. Make sure that the counselor is not biased. She's just, he is she just not on your wife's side, he is she just not on your husband's side, and they're willing to help you. But the most important thing is be truthful in the marriage counseling. And don't get the halfway truth. Cause the council only can deal with what you're telling them. Right. If you go in there saying that, yeah. If you go in there saying that, like, hey, we good. This is just, the, you know, blah 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 that. Then the council gonna be like, but what y'all couldn't for? Y'all, y'all got everything together then. Right. And you sitting there with the council didn't help that because you wasn't 100 truthful. Exactly. So I think be be 100 truthful. Uh, if you really want help, mm-hmm. you know that's I, I and in counseling, marriage counselor is important. In the relationship, sometimes you need somebody that's unbiased to give you 
advice on how to go further in the future, further your relationship, to right. be better your relationship. Right. And I, I'm glad you said that. I'm going to start here. I do think that um, a lot of times men think that when they go to counseling that the, the, the counselor is going to be more so on the woman's side. It's not about sides, you know what I'm saying? So I don't care what counselor you go through, go to. They shouldn't be on the woman's side or the man's side. They should be telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, sometimes I think that a lot of men think that since, you know, the the world mostly sympathizes with women in a lot of different areas that they feel like, well, they're just going to say she right, I'm wrong, I need to change, and that's it. Right. And that's not fair. That's not right. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to therapy, it is to open up honestly. You know what I'm saying? You said, like you said, don't go to therapy if you're not going to open up all the way with the counselor. If you don't feel comfortable opening up with the counselor, if you and your spouse don't feel comfortable opening up all the way with the counselor or whatever, especially if, you know what I'm saying, y'all feel like, okay, this ain't working. Like, this counselor right here ain't working. We can try another one. You know, you might need to try another counselor. You know what I'm saying? That you both feel comfortable with. And go ahead and open up because that's what the counselor is there for. You're there to to take the advice you're there to learn you're there to grow so that's just like the saying you can take the horse to the you can take the horse to the water but you can't make the horse drink the water you can't make you can't the therapist can't help you if she don't know or he don't know the full honest truth about what goes on inside your home that no one else knows but you two do you know what i'm saying yeah and i think you got to be coachable yeah you got to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the, the episode is called The Playbook, so we're going to refer some some sports out there. We're going to be clever with it. So you guys or females who love sports, this this is a good one for you. You got to be coachable. You think about a football player, basketball player, any sports, mm-hmm. you got to be listen. You got to listen mm-hmm. and be open to criticism. Right. So you can understand the assignment that you have in your relationship with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And you also got to understand how to navigate your relationship. And what I mean by navigating, just progressing the relationship that you, it'll be beneficial for both of you guys. Right. Not just beneficial for one person. Mm-hmm. You know, relationship is all about teamwork. Right. And, you know, sometimes you just have to go back and conversate with each other and understand that, hey, when you give criticism, don't be so negative about the criticism when you're giving it. And when you're receiving it, don't be so uh, defensive. defensive and be like nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. You know, have an open ear. Listen to what they're saying and understand them. Yeah. And once and once you guys get from that point, you guys can take criticism from each other. And y'all doing the loving kind way, I think you can go further in your relationship. Right. And then, you know, um, I think we, we discussed this too about like serving each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In the marriage. Um, sometimes you don't always need to go to counseling. Sometimes it's like you said about serving each other. Sometimes if, if we can just serve each other in the marriage and not look at I do this, that's my role, then you know, or that's your role, then we can go so far inside of the marriage. Like, you know, just for example, you know, you we talked about this before. You help me cook because every day. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to cook every day, right. seven days a week. Right. Just, I, I don't care what nobody say. It's right. just me. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you will step in and say, baby, I'm a cook. Sometimes you don't say nothing. You just go in and be like, babe, I'm cooking today. And go in there, you find what you want to cook, and I let you cook. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you help me, and I appreciate that. And so sometimes, like, you know, we talked about this too. Sometimes, like, if you're overly tired um, and exhausted or if you've just been so busy that you don't have time to take out the trash, I will go and take out the trash. It's not about, oh, that's a man's role in this marriage. I'm going to tell you, I'm saying this marriage because some everybody running marriage different. Some, right. some, some marriages go off of gender roles and what they feel like the man and woman should and shouldn't do. Right. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And, yes, there are boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to try to be the man and you're not going to try to be the woman. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we do respect each other's boundaries. But if I see somewhere... I can serve you and help you. I'm going to do that. Right. So if I feel like I want to go take out the trash because my baby done been tired, he been working over whatever the case may be, I'm finna do that. Right. Why not? Right. I'm helping you. You helping me. Yeah, you definitely got to be a help me. Yeah. You got to help each other. Help. And you got to identify when your partner is like overwhelmed with stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when I know when you come in for work, I'm like, yeah, she tired. Right, it's cool. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, man. I just feel like cooking. I'm just gonna cook. Yeah. And at the same time, it's still helping you because you're like, oh, but you cool. I sure were tired today. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Oh, uh, you know. It just, ooh, it 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 brings a lighter mood to the marriage, and you're like, oh, you did that for me. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. And so that makes me that makes me want to serve you somewhere else. So that's a different type of love too. Yeah. Like you showing them that you care about. You know you care for your spouse and you see that hey i see you need help and i think every spouse want to be loved and cared for mm-hmm. and where sometimes you ain't even got to say i just do right and i think that's the most beautiful thing in a marriage when you ain't got to tell your spouse they just know they just do mm-hmm. and i think when you just conversate with your spouse you'll start build chemistry to the point they don't even have to say anything right you know they'll finish your words for you they'll you know just building that that love for each other that is unbreakable right right and so you know i love that what you said it will build that love for each other that's unbreakable when you serve each other and just connect with each other and do things for each other without asking this i love that what you just said because that's so true and you know outside of i know we brought up counseling but sometimes you can go and talk to someone that they might not be a licensed counselor but they have the experience. It's just like when you go and apply for a job, they ain't looking for somebody. Some a lot of times they ain't looking for nobody who went to college. They are sometimes, but they want the person that got the experience. You know what I'm saying? And so the person who has the experience in the marriage that you see that they still married, they happily married, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know they ain't perfect or whatever because ain't nobody perfect. If you're not perfect as an individual, you ain't going to be perfect as a married couple or whatever but they're happy they're good you know what i'm saying they are mature in their marriage you know what i'm saying um they respect each other and whatnot in a marriage and then you know that they respect you and your spouse then you know and they and they can see marriage from a spiritual perspective then why not you know go to them and get that marriage advice you know what i'm saying because i know we did when we when our marriage was in trouble at one point you know what i'm saying we went to people that we knew for sure they love each other they good like you know what i'm saying we know they ain't perfect or people or nothing like that because they'll tell us they ain't perfect people but they like look 
we can help you we understand marriage we see it from a spiritual perspective we understand okay we might not y'all gonna find y'all own way but we can give you tips on how to advance in your marriage and whatnot so we got counseling from older wise spiritual people that have been in this thing you know what i'm saying and can can tell you some stuff you know what i'm saying so that's that's um one thing you can do outside of a licensed professional counselor and you know that they ain't gonna go out there telling your business they ain't not gonna look at you different they're not gonna look at your spouse differently they're not gonna treat you differently or whatever you know what i'm saying that but they just gonna love on you and say baby it's a process y'all just growing that's all right y'all made a mistake you know what i'm saying y'all made some mistakes you know what i'm saying but keep growing don't give up or whatever just because your spouse mistake or your mistake don't look like every other marriage's mistake that doesn't mean that the marriage is not going to grow or progress that does not mean that the marriage has failed right i I got something to say too so it's like this can't even while you was talking see your partner and do not focus on other things Mm. see your partner and what i mean by seeing your partner stop paying attention to what's outside of the marriage and focus on what you need to be focused on which is your spouse right because when you focus on other things it'll deter you from loving your spouse the way you're supposed to be loving them and understanding them and giving them that secure because everybody want to feel secure at one point or the security right. at one point right. um i think sometimes we could be so we could be like focused on other things in our marriage and it can hinder us the uh the love and that love could like i'm not gonna say it's, it can like vanish or disappear but it could turn to other things and what i mean by other things it could turn to like hey you're not paying attention to me because you want to pay attention to your spouse right you want to make sure hey i see you Mm -hmm. i love you i'm gonna take care of you and not focus on other things because sometimes bills Mm -hmm. financial situations get in the way of marriage Mm -hmm. and a lot of people you know don't get don't they start I ain't gonna say start loving each other but they start seeing different things when financial problems come up right and y'all as a couple gotta say hey even though we're going through this storm we're gonna ride out the storm together right that's what I'm yeah and that's what builds the character that's what builds the endurance of the marriage you know what I'm saying not looking at oh the bills are due or how we gonna pay this or how we gonna do that how, you know what I'm saying just working together you know what I'm saying like being a team like we said you know what I'm saying? So, and I think we talked about this too about um, sitting down. You kind of touched on this a little bit. Sitting down, um, having relationship evaluation. You know what I'm saying? Like how we said that the the team will go back and look at the highlights of the game, and they will see what worked for you know that particular game, what got them to win what got them to score and whatnot you know what i'm saying and so they're like okay this worked okay but this got that person hurt so we won't do that no more you know what i'm saying but let's try this you know what i'm saying like evaluating a relationship what what hurt you that we don't we don't want that hurt no more for you right what hurt me we don't want that hurt no more for me we want something that's going to bring us together not hurt not have one hurt in the other you know feeling like okay i'm the champion of the relationship no you a team you work together and like you said knowing your position so let me ask you this how when you say when we talk about like knowing your position in a relationship 
give me an example of that like how can a woman go outside of her position how can a man go outside okay. of his position so I, I i got so i'm gonna go since we since we call it this since we talking about sports and we first up the sports for marriage in this football season so like a quarterback right a quarterback's job is to read the defense he's like the overseer mm-hmm. so if you want to be technical that's just like the man of the relationship he's the overseer so he organizes things that okay okay but well, that ain't gonna work okay i see okay we got this going on but we need to do that the woman should not be like hey why you tell me to do this when i'm doing that the man is saying hey i see what you don't see you want i'm not i'm a don't 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 get offended like a woman could be on the sideline while the man is in the game mm-hmm. being the quarterback Right. So everybody on the sideline, every spectator, the fans are trying to tell this quarterback how to do his job. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I, I'm reading the defense. I'm doing my job, doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You, you're not, you don't know as a man the responsibility that not only if um, uh, ordained by God, but y'all not seeing some of the stuff that I see. Right. So I'm going to put up, I'm going to set up things for certain things to happen so we can get the win. Right. So we can get this first down or we can get this touchdown. Right. So I'm gonna put it in a simpler terms. Sometimes women try to play the man role and try to tell the man what he should be and what he not doing. Right. Right. Got now it. playing a woman's position, she can help him now. Don't get offended while well, a woman can't help a man. No. But a woman should be trying to tell a man what he need to be doing. Unless it's helpful. Yeah. Like if she sees something, hey babe, I wanna let you know, you know, this right here what you need to this would yeah mm-hmm. and the man got to be he had to sit back and be like oh babe you know what you're right this can definitely help us in the relationship instead of saying hey you doing it wrong you 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 messing up this ain't how you supposed to be doing it oh such and such didn't do it this way and you doing it that way well every quarterback is different mm-hmm. just like every man is different right every team is different mm-hmm. every marriage ain't the same right so the woman got to be she got to be very subtle not very subtle like she got to be like Oh. When to interfere. When into right. When to know, when to interfere and giving the man the uh great advice. You know, and that's basically what it is. A woman is a help me. Right. She's helping. Right. You know. And you know, I think that when it comes to the woman being the help me and stuff like that, you know, sometimes as men, like I know that y'all are the overseer of the house and I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it took me a while to to realize that you are the overseer of the house. Not saying that, you know, I don't see things. Not saying that God don't show me things. Not, say, not saying that. But God put you in charge. Right. You know what I'm saying? As he does every man for the marriage and right. whatnot. Um, and I had to learn how to respect your position as the overseer of our marriage, of our household. Um and know my position as to help me and so but sometimes you know what i'm saying like as men i think that it's okay for a man to explain the play to explain yeah to explain why they're making that move i got you so in football i'm gonna stick to football because i played football Mm -hmm. bomb braids what's up (laughs) so we, we when you go in the huddle they tell you, hey, we doing this play. Right. The reason why we doing this play is we got, we like five yards off the, the fir- first down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so you communicating teamwork. 
how you gonna run a play and the team don't know the play? Mm. So when they get in the huddle, they are communicating with each other so everybody know their role when it comes to, to this play. Right. Right. Because when it comes to a play, it's intricate. You got to know what you're supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. when it's gonna come. Right. Where the ball going, who it going to, who you need to block, what's your assignment? And it's basically saying that, yeah, man, you do need to tell your wife the moves that are made because she's not, she don't know, she's not telekinesis, she don't have telekinesis. She can't read your mind. Right. And some moves may seem awkward to her. And it's okay for your woman to say, hey, you know, babe, I know you, you're doing this, but why? And as a man, I think you do owe your wife the explanation of why you're doing things, even though she might not get it. Because sometimes you can explain your wife the situation, she might not get it because she, like I said, like a quarterback. She's not in your position. Right. Mm, that's good, baby. Right. And I agree. Like, you know what I'm saying? There have been times where, like, you'll say, like, hey, baby, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, like, you didn't think about, okay, I need to explain to her why we doing this. And I'm like, I ain't moving because you ain't tell me what we do. I don't know. I, I don't think this is a good idea. But then you get to a point where you like, look, baby, this is why. And I'm like, Huh, okay. You helped me, you brought me in on the decision of the play, right. of the move. Right. If you didn't bring me in on the decision and help me give me an understanding of it, then it wasn't gonna go right. And that's a part of being a team, you know what I'm saying? Playing together as one. Right. Everybody on the team gotta understand the move. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order to be able to move as one on one accord and for it to flow gracefully together. Right. So, you know, it does help when the man does explain the play to the when pretty much like the the the, the um the coach explains the play to the players. Right. The football team. Exactly. And why he's making that decision. Exactly. And you got to be willing and acceptable of what's going on mm -hmm. on the play. Yeah. You know. Um other things too that I want to get on is advice. Taking advice from people and I know a lot of people that's marriage, young couples, even older couples right now to this day still ask people that are close to them for advice. My advice, this is me personally. Mm -hmm. And this is just me. Right. I think that you should be kind of aware who you get your advice from. Mm -hmm. And not you understand, not every advice is good advice. Sometimes it could be personal advice that they've been through in their marriage. Mm -hmm. Just because they've been through it in their marriage don't mean you're going to go through it in your marriage. Right. So you got to know who your spouse is, husband and wife, wife, husband. Right. However you put it. Right. You got to understand who is he and who is she. Mm -hmm. Every advice is not meant to be implemented in your marriage. In the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to be have a successful marriage, you need to have, you, you got to be aware and then you got to understand it's going to help your marriage. Like I said, some some advice is personal, some is just preference, some is just good advice, some are just true. Right. You know, so um, just be aware, uh, and, and you know, just be aware of advice. So, what do you think about getting advice for young couples or older couples? Um, you know, what do you think about being careful about advice, and who and when do you need to get advice from? Well, I put it like this: sometimes in the marriage everything ain't meant to go and ask for advice in the marriage anything that you everything that you go through ain't meant for you to go and ask somebody um 
for advice. And I say that or whatever because one, for one, when you are one inside of the marriage, that's what marriage is made for, for you all to grow and learn together, learn each other together. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So some things I would say it's required for you two to figure it out. Something, you know, everything, of course, you need to go to God and pray about. But some things are required for you and your husband, your the wife and the husband, to figure out together and not for you to go include somebody else. So that's the first thing. Figure out, okay, is this something worth asking somebody for advice for? Right. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with, the, as the Bible says, seeking wise counsel, but know when is the time for it. Right. What, and is the situation appropriate? Right. Um. Secondly... When you go and seek for advice, like you said, analyze the person, analyze their relationship. Of course, you know nobody's relationship on this earth is going to be perfect. But analyze their relationship and their heart, you know what I'm saying, their fruit in their marriage. Analyze, you know, all of that because... A person, 9 out of 10, is going to give you advice from what they have experienced in their life, in their relationships, in their marriage, and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody, you you got two two different types of people. You got somebody, you got a marriage that, okay, they, they might be married for 30, 40, 50, 60 years, but are they really good? Are they really happy? Have they really been successful? Are they really where they need to be just because they've been married that long? So uh-huh. can I add something to that? Uh-huh. Right, I'm gonna let you finish. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between quantity and quality. Mm. You could be together for years and years and you're not happy at all. Right. So don't confuse, because I know a lot of people confuse with years. Mm-hmm. Oh, they gotta be happy. Oh yeah. They could just be putting up with each other. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't get that confused, listen. I like when you said that. So and then you got the other person that let me let me let me, let me, let me back a little bit back. <laughs> <laughs> what the world? <laughs> let me back up. <laughs> what the world? Let me back up. So <laughs> I bet on too fast. <laughs> let me tell you something. Okay, so you got the person um that has been married for so many years and whatnot. And you know, yes, they, they don't been through something or whatever, but they haven't healed, they haven't been open, they haven't put it out all on the table to their spouse, they haven't went to counseling, they hadn't tried different techniques to make it work, they just was um complacent and just stayed there in the marriage because they're like, Okay, we might well stay or they just didn't, you know, wanna they didn't wanna do nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? So when they give advice, it's gonna be Nine out of ten from a better perspective. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or just for something that they wanted that they never got. And then they putting that on you. And then now you putting that pressure on your spouse. Or you got the other the other person who's been married for 30, 40, 50, 60 years or whatever. And they have been through a lot. They've been hurt. Their marriage ain't been perfect. You know what I'm saying? They don't been out there on a rocky ship or whatever. Right. But they done been healed. You know what I'm saying? They done been healed together. D- them and their spouse have found new ways to grow and advance and, and and ways to, or solutions for things that they experience in their relationship and in their marriage. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So right. when it comes to giving, getting advice or whatever, you have to make sure that 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 person is 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 healed. From the advice they're not giving you bad advice and a lot of times people don't mean to 
but they don't even sometimes realize that they ain't been healed right. you understand what i'm saying right. and so you know even with people who give advice to to people for marriage if you know for a fact that you bitter don't open your mouth yeah because you can ruin what can be a beautiful thing or whatever so soon right and you got a lot of people that are married as individuals who are bitter and so when new couples come along they say stuff like you ain't gotta tell your wife everything mm. or you gotta tell your husband everything mm-hmm. keep some money on the side because you never know if something don't work mm. and they say stuff like that and then the new couple like well they have been married long enough maybe we Maybe I should take their advice. And sometimes just because they've been married as long don't mean you got to take their advice. You got to be very, uh, be aware, man, and understand what where it coming from. Is it coming from bitterness? Is it coming from happiness? And you ain't got to take everybody's advice. Sometimes you could be like, man, I appreciate that. and don't even have to take it. Exactly. Because you got to understand that what they might went through, you, you don't have to go through that. Mm-hmm. And I think a big problem, too, when you when we're talking about marriage is comparing your marriage to others right and you know you looking at you know other people marriages you want to be like they marriage and you want to be like this marriage the first what you need to be focused on your franchise team right is your marriage not everybody franchise team they got their own franchise right you know they just like sports right you ain't gonna never hear the falcon the falcons franchise the general man to talk about another team mm-hmm. don't care about no other team right. you care about what the Falcons got going on right. so me I'm not worried about Sunset team I'm worried about what the tough franchise what what, what my team got going on mm-hmm. you know what my playbook looking like what, right. what's the plan for the future you right. know and I think that when you start looking at everybody else what they doing and you start focusing on what you got going on you'll start to find that it's more happiness you know, there's more joy when it's just you and your wife. And if you got kids, well, we got kids. And if you got kids, listeners, mm-hmm. worry about your team. Right. Because when you good. focus on just your team, mm-hmm. everything else is irrelevant. Right. You know what I'm saying? This this give you time to to rebuild. To, to If you have to rebuild. And what I mean by rebuilding, it's just a refreshing. Refreshing your foundation. Yeah, like, baby, like, you know me, you talk, baby, you know how you, you, know, how you feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, everything going good your way. It's okay to have that am talk. I, am I doing anything that you don't like? Right. You know is it something that I need to do so you can feel loved and appreciated? Or is it something that I can do to start serving you more? You know what I'm saying? Because I want to serve you more. I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want you to serve me more. Whatever the case may be, you got to communicate those needs. Because like you said, we are not telekinesis where we can just pick up every single thing that our spouse needs. It comes with communication. Yes. And I wanted to talk, touch on, on what you said too. Like how you got a lot of people that will tell you, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Be each other's help need. Be, you know, be able to be self-sufficient and stand on each other because you don't want, I mean, stand, stand on your own in the marriage where, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to put so much pressure on your spouse that, you know what I'm saying, like the spouse feels this this load, this overload of taking care of you and whatnot in the marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yes, some and some marriages are built for that or whatever, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times people will give you advice as to how to have an escape plan in your marriage when that thing supposed to be for a lifetime 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you said, they'll tell you, put some money on the side. They don't need to know about it just in case. You know what I'm saying? Right. But where's your faith? Right. You know what I'm saying? If you win this for the long haul. Come on now. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying like you can't save money or whatever and things that, you know, and that things don't happen. I'm not saying that or whatever. But if you look at that advice with somebody telling you, oh, your wife, your wife don't need to know this or your husband don't need to know that or whatever. They don't need to know everything and whatnot. Or don't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. That, sometimes that people take that scripture out of context. You know, you know what that, that what type of advice that it is? That is the vision mm-hmm. and that is also non-communicative advice. Mm-hmm. Because your spouse of right. There's no secret in marriage. Exactly. If you got secret, then you might have just got the marriage. You need to be together. Exactly. So I think that that's some advice you shouldn't. If you ever hear that, listeners, I don't care who it come from. I don't care. Like. I don't listen to that. That's 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 like planning to divide. Yeah, you, you like, planning devices. You you pl- that's planting a seed to 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 be like oh like again i'm not saying things don't happen to people and haven't happened to people in their marriage but don't go through the marriage planning to divide you are planning to stay together for a lifetime just like you vowed right. death do your part the commitment exactly i think too what a lot of when they get advice and it's somehow the marriage don't go right they tend to be like man where do we we did where, where we went wrong and then when you start getting advice from other people, that D word start coming out mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Divorce, that mm-hmm. word. And I think that you got to reevaluate yourself because you got to look at, before I even cr- give my wife criticism, before I even say something to her, I reevaluate myself first before I give out my opinion about a situation. Because it could, sometimes it's not even your spouse. It could be you. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes got to reevaluate yourself and look in the mirror, you know, something like, okay, maybe I could have said that better. Maybe I could have did that better. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe I just went overboard. Yeah. Maybe if I would have said it this way, it would have been better. And most of the time, more than not, it's just miscommunication Mis- when it comes to marriage. Man, that's a big one because... Miscommunication. I know a lot of times when we... We're like, especially in the beginning, very beginning stage of our marriage, we miscommunicated a lot. We knew that, we knew we heard, make sure you communicate, make sure you communicate. We heard that so much. That was like probably one of the number one advice that we got mm-hmm. a lot. But we didn't understand what the depth of make sure you communicate mean. Right. And sometimes we were communicating with other people outside of the marriage instead of communicating with each other. Right. And so then when we did that, that leads to, like you said, getting advice that doesn't fit for your marriage or for the type of spouse that you have. Right. And so, you know, you have to be mindful of getting just just getting that type just getting different type of advice and and whatnot but again communication is a big one like i have found since we communicate with each other and we don't go and communicate with outside sources to get what we think is gonna help our marriage it's helped us tremendously to communicate with each other right because you gotta understand too like it's sometimes i'm gonna be honest like sometimes the advice that we get from people sometimes it don't be bad advice they're just giving you their personal advice mm-hmm. like if i was you i wouldn't do that mm-hmm. they just saying if i was in your position they just speak it from their perspective so don't take everybody advice just take it as a grain of salt yeah um i think also too uh i think you should talk to talk to your spouse about you know certain things it, it, 
you know, concerning your relationship. You don't have to, like you said, you don't have to go to an outside source. All the time. Not all the time. And and, and I'm gonna be in. It's okay if you guys agree to go to a to a to a uh, to a to a marriage couple who you think who y'all deem that have a great relationship, who's honest, mm-hmm. and get get advice. I'm, we're not telling you don't get advice That's, at all, yeah. but find you somebody. And I also want to put out there too. It's a thing in the NBA uh, and football that they call it the centerpiece, mm-hmm. but most likely the NBA. Right. And what the centerpiece is, they got this superstar, and they build all the players that they pick or draft around this player to make the team better. He's the centerpiece, right. meaning he got the potential to be a leader. He got the potential to be a superstar. And this is I'm gonna refer back, refer this back to marriage. Mm-hmm. Me and you are the superstars. And the people that we placed around us, they got to want to see us win. Mm. Because if you around people who don't want to see you win, it can ultimately destroy your marriage and your relationship with each other. Right. So you don't need a group of people, five or ten people. It can just be one person, two people, three people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people caught up, I need a group of people. Not necessarily. You might need one or two people just to see you win, to give you good advice. Mm-hmm. And you got to make sure that this is God-ordained. Right. It's got to be guard ordained. You just right. can't pick people because you think that they want to see you happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there are people out there that want don't want to see you happy. They don't want to see you flourish in your marriage. And you got to pray to God, talk to God. And you and your wife as a team have to conversate and say, hey, are they the right people for us for our marriage? Right. Exactly. I like that. Definitely, definitely see God first. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we... Sometimes we don't even gotta go to an outside source or whatever to get advice. Sometimes you can go to God, and then He'll show you about yourself or whatever. Because I know that I've done it. You know what I'm saying? God might show me by myself. Uh, you come to me plenty of times, and you'll tell me like, "Hey, God, show me that I need to work on this." You know what I'm saying? Right. He'll show you. He done. You done told me like, God have showed you yourself personally that God wanted you to work on this or change this or do that. And the same thing with me. And that has gotten us a great result. And we had to go to no human being. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we came to each other and communicated about, or we just made the change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make, you know, took it upon ourselves to to put what God showed us that we need to change about ourselves into action. Right. And so. And change is good. Change is good. Change is not always bad. Right. Sometimes you need to change. Sometimes you need mm-hmm. to change. It, it gonna come, man. It just changes us ultimately. Gonna happen. Yeah. It just throughout. I think that change, good change in marriage comes from not when it's okay to see things that your spouse needs to change, but it change. I think good change comes when you see what you need to change within yourself. The question is, are you willing to change for the better, mm-hmm. and you're not uh, caught up in your ways? Right. Because in the marriage, you're going to change. I don't care what you're going to say. You're going to change for the better or the worse. Mm-hmm. But most most of the time, we pray for your marriage that it, it for the better. It right. works for the better. Right. Um, and it's okay to change, man. It's it's okay to change to benefit the marriage Yeah. in a great way. Because right. I know a lot of people saying, well, I ain't going to change for nobody. They don't like me the way I am. Well, the way you is... That's Could, what's getting the marriage in trouble. Come that's, on now. That's what's keeping the marriage from growing and progressing. Right. And, and and that's what I mean when I say we if we so if we stop focusing on 
what you what I, if I if I keep on focusing on what you need to do to change, you keep on focusing on what I need to do to change. We will never change within ourselves. Right. We only gonna be fighting each other for what we need to both change. Internal conflict. Yeah, and having that internal conflict or whatever and whatnot. We really need to, like you said. Knowing your position, if the the quarterback stay where the quarterback's supposed to be and play the position and, and focus on what his play is and and um, what he don't need to do or whatever or what he do need to do or what he could do or could possibly into implement in order to make his plays better, then he will progress as the quarterback and they still on the same team. Versus when you got the runner back or whatever who will focus on their position what they need to do differently again you know what i'm saying they still on the same team but they both working to to develop right. their own position right. in order to get wins for the team right and i think too when you talking about this crazy when you talk about we talking about change so when you are when you are a quarterback and you and i like i went back and said previously when you're looking at the defense the quarterback always say okay i see that safety coming down Okay, with shoe. Hey, right receiver, I need you to do a hitch route or I need you to do this. So the change is to what? Adapt to the situation and get better mm. to improve, to be in a better position for the win. Right, right. Because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times you would never see, sometimes you do, but they'll find, here you go. This is good. This is a good one. If you keep running the same plan in your marriage, eventually you will find out you're not going to work. You're going to lose the game. But if you if you are you willing opening to do other plays more than just one play, and be able to switch it up a little bit, you know, rebuild your relationship, communicate a little bit better. Because sometimes when you are like referring back to football and basketball, if you don't have communication skills and you and you miscommunicating, that can cost you the game because you didn't you didn't know your assignment. And let me let me tell you this: while you're just talking, I was thinking about this. You said if you keep on doing the same play, then you, eventually you're going to lose the game. Well, watch this. Say, for instance, let's just bring up the Falcons. If the Falcons, when the Falcons play, they're not playing the same team over and over again. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, they different teams, they got to step up their game. You right. know what I'm saying? Because different teams might be better than them or whatever, or whatever the case may be. So, I say all that to say, you and your spouse cannot use the same strategy for every single thing in your relationship because you're going to face different situations. Ooh, that's fire right there. I like that. The different teams that you play are the different situations that you come up against. And you got to be adaptive to the new team you come up against mm -hmm. because that first team you played, right. they probably were just, they were good at running. Right. You know, so you had to set your defense up to stop that run, but the next team, they might be good at throwing. Mm -hmm. And you got to set your defense up to stop them for throwing. Right. So you got to be adaptive on, on any situation that is coming to the marriage. Right. You get what I'm saying? And like I said, you got to be coachable. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you something that's crazy. I'm going to this to God. So there's people in the skybox who looks over the field. Right. They can see things that the people on the ground can't see. Wow. So when the quarterback is not adapting or they seeing stuff that the quarterback is missing, they call him on the phone, hey, this is such and such. Right. So sometimes God is looking, looking from heaven, looking down, saying, hey, see your flow. You know you should have did this instead of this. But next time when y'all do this, do that. Wow. That's going to get you your first down. Mm -hmm. Now, if you listen to what God has given you, or oh, he, 
spiritually, right. you can be able to progress to the first down of the touchdown. Right. But if you if you don't listen to what God's telling you, you're gonna forever miss that first down. You're gonna forever miss that touchdown. So sometimes God is sitting up high on his throne and he's giving you strategic ways of understanding why he's telling you why he's telling you because he can see things you can't. Right. Wow. I like that. That's really good. I love that. That's fire. And definitely. It came and from God right now. Period. Shout out to be God. Me too. <laughs> but um, definitely I want to say this too. Women, we got to learn how to follow our husbands gotta learn how to follow our husbands because they are the head of the household you know what i'm saying definitely if you're a believer and stuff like that that's how it works and sometimes us as women we talk about the man you know having pride and stuff sometimes and not wanting to listen or whatever to the woman or whatever but we as women have to learn how to listen to our husbands who is the head of our household because that is how god designed it to be you know what i'm saying because if you as a woman bring this up you as a woman do not listen to the head of the household. I'm not saying be a footstool. I'm not saying you can't put in advice. I'm not saying that you can't talk, communicate, speak your piece. I'm not saying that because, yes, God didn't make us to be like that. Yeah, we do. We are supposed to bring in the knowledge and wisdom that we have. But if you continuously continue keep to keep going against the head of the household, you are now being rebellious towards the head of the household towards the coach and so when you are rebellious towards the coach towards the head of the household you will not win the game right. you understand what i'm saying because then now you're not on one accord now you're being divided now you're trying to say it's my way or the highway now there's two heads but where is the head and the body right. you understand what i'm saying right. you gotta have the head body to work together you can't have a body and walk without your head and you can't have your head and walk without the body uh -huh. you understand what i'm saying so us women we gotta learn how to be submissive to our spouse and whatnot and you know what i'm saying some people look at that submissive thing like oh you know what i'm saying you you too submissive or you taking it too far no that's how god designed marriage to be he ain't never say it's it's such thing as being too submissive he right. never said that it says wives submit to your husband it don't say submit but don't be too submissive right. so you got to understand both partners the husband and the wife has to understand what submission is mm. you understand what i'm saying because we you know yes submission can be taken in the wrong way it's not about being a footstool or that you again that you can't speak up and talking and, and bring in certain advice and wisdom for the game and whatnot but we gotta be submissive to our husbands wives we have to be in order for things to work and we can't go and try to take our girlfriend's advice or whatever about what you should and shouldn't be submissive to yeah and i think for that's good advice for the women babe i like that and i think for the men even though you is the head of the household even you are the overseer of your house um still tell your wife the game plan because even though she's following you she still want to know where the heck we going. Yeah. Where are we going? Right. So, husband, don't get to our mind and say, "Well, I'm the leader." Well, a true, a, a true, a true leader would tell their follower where we're going. Mm. Where are we at this at this right. moment? What's the game plan? What are we about to do? Right. Um, what's the next move mm -hmm. of God? Where God got planned for us? And I think to be a good leader, 
great community have great communication skills. Uh, also, a great leader listen to the people that is following him, because just because you the leader doesn't mean that you can't accept advice, uh-huh. criticism, because mm-hmm. it's just gonna make you a better leader. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good, baby. I, I think that all the men's know your position as being a leader. What comes with being a leader? Be that representation of being a great leader in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got kids. Uh, and you got a son He's watching you uh, Mothers who got daughters She's watching you right. uh, The daughter's watching Her mother love her dad mm-hmm. The son is watching the dad Love his mother mm-hmm. So Be very very careful What you do in front of your kids Exactly uh, I just want to say man Just be Just recognize where you're at In this season At this time understand that being a good leader is allowing to you to be yourself allowing your wife for her to be yourself um, men just because your wife is being submissive you are submissive as well loving loving her taking care of her serving her too rubbing her feet rubbing her back telling she look beautiful you know taking out on the date you know cooking for her you know serving you know so it's not all on the women that supposed to be submissive, but men can be submissive too. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Because, like you said, the the, the woman need to listen to the husband and the husband need to listen to the woman. But we gotta know, we gotta discern when to listen to each other in certain situations because sometimes, you know, there have been times where I'm trying to tell you like, babe, hey, you do this right here, and you like, uh, uh-uh, uh, babe. Like you said, explaining the play. Why are you not taking my advice in this situation? And you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you tell me something. Man, you need to do this. And I'm like, no, this is not how I was led to do this. I'm going to do it like this. And you like, and I explain it to you. This is why I'm doing it like this. And you like, oh, okay, I see you. I understand what you're doing, baby. And so I do want to um, leave them with this scripture right here. I know we ain't like, you know what I'm saying, going that route. But I just, I just want to back up why I say wives submit to husband because a lot of times we having problems with the wives submitting to the husband nowadays right. um, and they, they looking at it from the wrong standpoint if your, if your view is wrong about something then it cannot, cannot be successful in it right. and so it says wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord and so it says for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church and he's the savior of the body. And so, um, and it says, therefore, as the church is, is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be unto, uh, to their own husbands in everything. And that is coming from Ephesians 2 and 22 to 24. And so, um, I just wanted to bring that up to show how submissive we are supposed to be to our uh, as wives, we are supposed to be to our husbands. Right. You understand what I'm saying? In order for the team to develop, progress, to 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 get to the championship. You know what I'm saying? Win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Not just one time, but multiple times. Right. And stuff like that. So, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with a woman being submissive nowadays. People 
people are taking that submissive thing out of context you know what i'm saying it's not just about a physical thing it's about a spiritual thing it's about communication it's about you know what i'm saying the emotional aspect of the relationship it's it's it 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 comes in so many different forms or whatever when you submit your leader which is your husband right after god right all right man i think that's about it man this is Tough Love Connection Podcast. This is your boy, Serious Flow. And this is your girl, Ro. On that note, man, we just want to t- say thank y'all for being part of this podcast. We love y'all. Peace. Mm-hmm.